good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut any cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're absolutely right, Vega. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. You know I like being absolutely right. Thank you so much, Haley. Hey, a uh, lot going on here. It's already Tuesday. I don't know what happened to Monday, but, you know, I just got to say a big shout out to uh, our past, uh, you know, it was Labor Day and all the union workers and all the people that made things like uh, five-day, 40-hour uh, weeks and uh, all those great things uh, I want to give a big shout out to me being a former union person uh, it's just so unions are so important and we need to support all the unions we can over uh, whether it's Labor Day or every day so uh, I just want to really give a quick shout out to that also, you know, what's coming up here is Leonard Peltier, uh, 79th birthday action caravan route. It's going to be here in the Twin Cities on the 8th. So we're really going to be talking about that uh, in the next week or so or every day. And then I also, Haley, I want to say a big shout out to all our people that are all our teachers out there and students that are starting here in the Twin Cities uh, with school. I know... Um, this was a big day for me for like 30 years when I taught in St. Paul Public Schools, uh, the first day to have the kids back and uh, bless them here in uh, the Twin Cities. I know only one high school in St. Paul has air conditioning. All the rest are uh, super hot right now, but I wanted to give them a big shout out, Haley. Oh, yeah, you know, and we got the cooler weather coming in. So really grateful for that. But yeah, it's it's first day of school for a lot of folks, a lot of students. Um anywhere from kindergarten all the way up through uh, college students. You know, I was seeing a lot of uh, the college students returning back to the U of M's campus here in the Twin Cities, back where I know you and I both attended uh, Dega. Yeah, go um, So, yeah, go Gophers. And uh, shout out to that win. I don't know if you saw the football game last weekend, but how Tell about me the a little bit of about Tell me a little bit about that, Haley. I was busy uh, doing State Fair stuff. Uh, I did not realize that the game was on at Thursday night. Yes, it was Thursday night, and um, it was a pretty close game. You know, we were trailing down uh, for most of the game, but then the Gophers made a comeback towards the end and kicked a winning field goal to win the game. So a great first start for the Gophers season, I would say. Uh, hopefully uh, we can yeah. get some more better wins, more uh further further ahead wins in that but. yeah well uh beating nebraska anytime is good as far as i'm concerned Haley, i'm a old person but i remember in the early 80s i think salem was the coach and i think nebraska beat us something like 82 to 14 or something like that so beating nebraska no matter what any time of my life is a, is a good feeling being a a former golfer. Hey, uh, also, I want to give a quick shout out, Haley, to all the people that stopped by Native Roots Trading Post at the fair and said, hey, really means a lot. You know, all the selfies and, and talking about what we do here, Haley, is have conversations with people about what's happening in Indian country. And, uh, and we really love uh, the people that listen to our show, support our show with uh, our Patreon, and also uh, all uh, all the people that listen, all our progressive friends, white allies, Native Americans, uh, you know who you are. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, Pina Geeky to everyone out there, listeners, supporters. Um, having you guys really makes the show, and we couldn't do it without you. So big Pina Geeky to all of you listening out there right now. 
No, really good point. And hey, I saw that it, not only were you paying attention, uh, uh, paying attention to the Gophers game, but you also went to a concert, and I do believe you were with your young-looking mom there. Um, how, I was. What was yeah. So yeah. who'd you go see? Yes, you know, I'm very grateful. My mom's always been uh, one of my concert buddies. Uh, she's been <laughs> supplying me with uh, concert tickets uh, uh, ever since probably like my 13th birthday. So very lucky. But uh, yeah, I had a really great evening with my mom and my stepdad. So shout out to them. Uh, we went and saw Pearl Jam. Uh, that was their second show. They kicked off their uh, tour here in the Twin Cities. They played Thursday night and Saturday night at the XL Center here in St. Paul. And wow, when I, I, I've been to a lot of concerts, I've been to a few rock shows, but Pearl Jam, I mean, that was one of a kind. I mean, Eddie Vedder, still as amazing as he sounds back on my parents' old CDs, so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cassette tapes, but hey, uh, uh, you, you know, the guitar player, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. His big uh, fund fundraiser, you know how everybody is into, you know, supporting things, uh, and yeah. his was making skating skate rinks, skate skateboard rinks, all around Indian country and reservations, and that's his big deal. And uh, a big shout out to uh, to uh, those guys, and especially uh, this young rocker. But uh, we really appreciate that because it's yeah. all about community right building community and skating skateboarders are a community and how how do you keep away from drugs and doing things like yep. that is be involved in a community yeah and you know i think pearl jam is actually going around to each of their touring uh cities and they are supporting uh local organizations so i did see that pearl jam went ahead and posted on their instagram last week that um they're foundation is supporting the Ain Day Young Center in St. Paul. What? Um, and for four, yeah, so for 40 Ain't years. Young? Um, yeah, what? that's who they are supporting um, in this wow. city for their tour. So yeah, so um, they provide continuum housing and stability services for homeless American Indian youth ages 5 to 24. So you big Kinagigi Pearl Jam. You know what's interesting about Ain Day Young is that uh, – Bobby Wilson, if you've watched any of the episodes of Reservation Dogs, uh, and it was interesting too. Uh, he he did the one with cheese that was in a in a like a house a house like Enda Young. So he wrote that one where cheese couldn't escape or whatever, and it was kind of like you know a group home. And sure. so that's really uh, that's really cool to hear. And the Sherry Remus is uh, an old old friend of mine. I think I've known her since I was like fourteen or thirteen years old. And she's the director of Enda Young and uh, Dallas Goldtooth, who's in Reservation Dogs, worked there too. Well, Bobby was uh, stayed there, but he also ended up working there as an uh, as an uh, older person uh, or a younger older teen. But yeah, that's really cool to hear, Haley. Yeah, I just thought I would mention that, too. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, Pearl Jam, for focusing on um, Native communities and organizations here in the Twin Cities. Absolutely. Uh, you know, again, I'm excited uh, watching Reservation Dogs. Uh, Dark Winds ended the their season. Hopefully there'll be a third season. Really interesting. I won't talk about that too much, let people watch it, but... Uh, uh, maybe we'll get we'll talk about it later this week. Um, and again, Reservation Dogs is wrapping up, and uh, a great episode last week. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but they were hitting. <laughs> Bobby Wilson wrote that one, and he might have gotten this from Enda Young, but they were passing the 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 stick around to talk, and they all got all the old guys got emotional, and it was pretty. It was pretty funny, but I won't. I won't get into that. I won't break uh, that uh, if, if you haven't watched uh, Reservation Dogs. But yeah, uh, it's already Tuesday, so the week's almost over, <laughs> and uh, we really, we're really here. It's a million degrees in Minnesota, but tomorrow it's only supposed to get up to sixty-seven. So we appreciate that. And again, everyone that stopped by at the fair. Uh, thank you so much uh, for supporting Native Roots Arts and also uh, supporting Native Roots Radio and mention, mentioning us there. So just a big, big uh, peeny gigi. Uh, that means thank you and Ho-Chunk. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. 
Stay with us. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by, stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Be a vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite resilient as ever and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. US. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array. 763-504-3067 or ArrayInsurance.com. Array Insurance, working hard for you. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. Hey, Karagi, this is Haley Cherry, producer here with host Robert Pilot. And Robert, I heard that you went out to the Black River Falls uh, Labor Day weekend powwow out there in Wisconsin. And I know we uh, you were able to meet up with a very, very special guest. So why don't we go ahead, dive in and take a listen to that? Thanks, Haley. I have a special guest here. I want her to introduce herself. Hey, everybody. Sharice Davids, Ho-Chunk, Congresswoman representing the Kansas 3rd Congressional District. Uh, It's really good to be here with you. Well, you know, what's really fun is we always play your intro in our show for bumper music, and uh, it's exciting to see you again. And we haven't talked in a while, but I'm really stoked to have you on here and maybe get a little updates and maybe how our listeners can support you and what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, it's really good to get a chance to visit with you. I know we don't get to visit as often as either one of us would like, but... Uh, yeah, things have been really busy. You know, I'm, of course, uh, doing doing my work uh, out in Washington, D.C. I'm working on the Transportation Committee still, the Small Business Committee still, but I'm also on the Agriculture Committee now. And with the Farm Bill coming up, it's really, really important to, um, you know, to really focus in on that. And actually, for Indian Country, um, there's so many different Native groups all across the country who are working on making sure we're you know, getting some getting some stuff in that bill that are going to be um, good for native farmers, good for um, you know no-tilling practices. Talking about sustainability and regenerative uh, regenerative agriculture and that sort of thing. So um, that's been a lot of what we've been working on. And then um, just so folks know, you know, one of the things I introduced the Truth and Healing Commission on federal Indian boarding schools uh, in the last Congress. And um, we're working on getting that reintroduced this year um, in the House because, you know, I mean, the listening sessions are going on around the country and there's a lot going on. The Native American Boarding Schools um, uh, Association is out here doing stuff. And so it's just, you know, there's a lot of really interesting um, and important work that we're getting the chance to work on. 
That's exciting, and we know Ru- our, our friend Ruth Buffalo from the Dakotas, mm. I like to say that, like Dakotas, mm. is uh, working heavily on that. And, you know, bills just don't come up magically. There's a process, correct? Yeah, and one of the things that we have to do, uh, partly because the the Democrats are in the minority in the House this year, and, um, and so I'm really trying. Now, this is a bill that I got bipartisan support for in the last Congress, so I'm, I'm still trying to make sure that we continue on um, to do that uh, in that bipartisan way because it just makes it more likely that we'll actually be able to get it passed. Um, but it is a bill that I think that, um, you know, all the, all the work that folks have been doing locally in their different Native communities, um, working with uh, the, you know, just making sure we get that history out there. And, um, you know, healing happens when you actually do have a recognition, acknowledgement, and then um, that process uh, to make sure that we, um, you know, so many people are still feeling the impacts of the Native boarding school era. Absolutely. We're blessed to be, uh, or I'm blessed to be from Minnesota, and we do our show out of Minnesota, and we've had some good state legislative les- leg- legislature, and uh, one of them is that we have to teach Native American children and teachers our histories, so that, uh, that'd be great if we could get that uh, in school, uh, we could get that federally done. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that this um, you know, the, the Truth and Healing Commission uh, on Federal Indian Boarding Schools bill, uh, one of the things that we know that it's going to help with is, is actually being able to uh, really find out the history because that's some of the problem is that, you know, and we see this all the time, new information is coming out, uh, new information for mainstream Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are a lot of families that still know that history. And uh, so I know that um, Secretary Deb Holland is working on this from the, uh, you know, from the Department of Interior, Bureau of Indian Affairs side of all that. And then we're just going to try to keep pushing it in the legislature to try to make sure that we um, get the support there that's necessary. Yeah. You know, it's it's always said here, at least uh, on Native Roots Radio, is if you're not at the table, you might be what's served. So it's great that you're <laughs> you're at the table and uh, really speaking up uh, your truth for our people. Hey, let's just talk a little bit about where we're at right now. Uh, you just did a, a book signing. Talk a little bit about the book. And I know uh, we're going to try and have it in our stores uh, for Christmas uh, and talk a little bit about I guess this would be a homecoming for both of us, even though we don't live here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just coming up to the Labor Day powwow um, in Black River Falls, Ho-Chunk powwow here. And uh, we did a a book signing for Sharice's Big Voice, A Native Kid Becomes a Congresswoman. I I wrote the book a couple of years ago. It came out during COVID. And so I really haven't done any real, you know, book, yeah, book tour type things. I haven't done any of that. Um, and so, you know, one of my aunties was like, let, let's have a, let's have a book signing up here. And, um, it's been really cute. It's a children's picture book. It's uh, a short, you know, kind of biography about my path, uh, to Congress, but really the book is, a lot about learning how to listen and learning how to find your voice and that all of us have our own unique path and we can all be successful in whatever way we decide that we want to be successful. Well, you're on your second term and they're two-year terms, correct? Yeah, I'm so, actually on my third term now. Oh my goodness. Time flies when you're having <laughs> some interesting time, times. Some having, yeah. Right. <laughs> wow, my bad. The time has flown. And they're two-year terms. When is uh when is your next uh, 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 election cycle? Yeah, so next year in November, I'll be up for uh, re-election and of course, you know, I think I've always said that uh, the better job I do focusing on doing a good job, uh, the, you know, the more likely it is that I'll get to keep doing this job. And so, you know, everything from my work I do in transportation to uh, to the work I do with agriculture now is, I think, 
part of helping to make sure that the folks that I represent in, in Kansas uh, know that I, I really I want to be a good legislator. I want to be a good representative. Well, we have a, a big uh, audience in Wisconsin and in Minnesota and Illinois. Um, I'm wondering if you can just give your website and how people can support you, because we all know that we need money to support. So just give a couple quick shout outs to your website and socials. Uh, and socials. Yeah. So my TikTok, just kidding. I'm not on TikTok. Um, my <laughs> so I we are on on. Oh, X, I guess is what they're calling it now. Um, Just add Sharice Davids. And then uh, I'm Sharice for Congress on things like Instagram. And then on, uh, if you want to go to my website, you can just visit shariceforcongress.com. Well, we have some kind of thing in Minnesota is like a call to act blue. Is there anything like that? Yeah, my act blue page is is on the shariceforcongress.com. Well, I want to just say a big peeny geeky, and uh, hopefully we can uh, look forward to some some reports down the down the road with uh, from you, and also in Minnesota, get your book out there uh, and get them to our people and to our allies. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, and uh, definitely we'll look forward to talking to you again. And uh, yeah, peeny geeky. Peeny geeky to you. Back to you, Haley. Wow, Robert. Really, really yeah, great interview. You know, I, I just love Sharice and everyone. If you, uh, Again, that was uh, Sharice Davids. And uh, Sharice Davids, she is a U.S. representative out of uh, the 3rd Congressional District, I believe, in Kansas. And uh, yeah. she also was, she's a U.S. attorney and former MMA fighter, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's crazy. Uh, really a sweet person. And uh, just a second, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> she is a very sweet. Yes. So her book, too, that she has out, a, a children's picture book, is called Sharice's Big Voice, A Native Kid Becomes a Congresswoman. So keep an eye out for that book uh, wherever you buy your books at. Well, I want to also, and thanks for covering me, covering for me on that sneeze, um, I don't want to blow people's brains out when I'm, uh, you know, sneezing. But And she uh, wrote in my book, I, I got another book from her, and it said, Robert, your big voice is amazing. Native Roots Radio rocks. <laughs> See how she used that, the big voice, her, uh, you know. And then Ho-Chunk means uh, either the big voice or the sacred voice. I always like to say the sacred voice because I feel more sacred when I say that. But, right. uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, a down-to-earth person. Uh, I met her before she became a congressperson, and uh, she hasn't changed at all. And she's always open to uh, discuss stuff. Uh, and, you know, we've reached out, and she's busy. And I think what we've kind of come to terms with is maybe just uh, trying to get the once-every-two-weeks report from her because I think it's important, one, that we get a report from a Native American that's in Congress, but two, a uh, Ho-Chunk, and get it out in the Twin Cities and Wisconsin and wherever else uh, this great show is heard. Right. And then also make sure uh, you can support her, follow her on her socials at Sharice Davids uh, on X. I think she was talking about Twitter. Yeah. That is now X. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, Act Blue. If you want to, uh, you know, again, uh, she she won her second uh, election, so it's her third term, I believe she said. And um, it's not easy because of all the gerrymandering. And I don't know she. I know she got gerrymandered too, but she still won, and she still worked her butt off to get reelected. It's just, I just feel really bad because I feel like uh, these uh, people should uh, be. Uh, longer than two years because it seems like they're running all the time you know so hey this is native roots radio and we're going to be right back after this short break please stay with us minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental united states and 80 percent of minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected howling for wolves is asking minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager the wolf Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. howl. 
Attention art enthusiasts, experience Laura Youngbird's Indie Wiesigindam, My Heart Hurts, a solo exhibition by Laura Youngbird presented by All My Relations Arts this summer. All My Relations Arts aims to foster connections between contemporary American Indian artists, preceding generations, diverse audiences, and the vitality of the American Indian cultural corridor. Laura Youngbird is a talented artist from the Minnesota Chippewa Grand Portage Band that uses the dress as a metaphor to address social issues injustices and biases through mixed media combining drawing painting and prints Laura explores the dress as a powerful symbol in her work revealing layers of meaning her series examines mixed emotions and themes like common threads loose ends and vulnerability and you can see Laura Youngbird's Inde Wissigindam My Heart Hurts all summer through September 9th at All My Relations Arts in Minneapolis. Plan your visit and let the moving art speak to your heart. More information at allmyrelationsarts.org. Affordable, healthy, and culturally appropriate food is accessible right in the heart of the American Indian Cultural Corridor at Four Sisters Farmer's Market. They embrace inclusivity and accessibility at Four Sisters, accepting SNAP and EBT benefits, market bucks, Gus Produce market bucks, cash, and cards. So enjoy the abundance of fresh food regardless of your payment method at Four Sisters Farmer's Market. Open Thursdays until October from 11 to 3 at 1414 East Franklin Avenue. More at NACD.org and tell them Native Roots Radio sent you. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Outfront Minnesota is a driving force behind LGBTQ plus advocacy in our state, and they're gearing up to honor our state's monumental achievements in protecting our LGBTQ plus neighbors. While other states took steps backwards, Minnesota had the greatest advance in LGBTQ plus rights in 10 years. We showed that Minnesota is committed to affirming our values as a state that trusts individuals to make informed decisions about their bodies and lives, while also taking pride in delivering exceptional health care and supporting communities in need. We passed a conversion therapy ban and a trans refuge bill. And now Upfront Minnesota is ready to lead Minnesota towards even a brighter future. To celebrate, Outfront Minnesota is hosting their annual gala, where we bring in together more than 700 guests at Allianz Field on Thursday, September 14th. The event celebrates a year of legislative wins while honoring diverse communities propelling Minnesota forward into next year. Again, that's Thursday, September 14th at Allianz Field with a dinner at 6 and party at 8. So come celebrate Minnesota's progress on LGBTQ plus rights and order your tickets at Outfront.org. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Showers and storms possible. Some storms could be severe this evening. Overnight low of 61, then cloudy on Wednesday with a high of 62. Cooler temperatures are on their way, so warm up with a delicious meal from an Eat Local Minnesota restaurant or food purveyor. Check out the list of Eat Local Minnesota restaurants and food purveyors at eatlocalminnesota.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul, bringing you only the best coffee roasted to perfection. Hey, Kadagi, welcome back. Uh, just before this break here, we were talking uh uh, with Robert Pilot as he was at the uh, Black River Falls Ho-Chunk Nation's uh, Labor Day powwow this past weekend. We got to hear from Sharice Davids, and I know, uh, Robert, you also got to talk with another really great Ho-Chunk author of ours. So uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Hey, Peeny Gigi, Haley. Uh, I'm with another cool Ho-Chunk, and I want her to introduce herself. ho Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. <laughs> My name is Rhea Thundercloud. I'm from Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, and San Diego Pueblo. I'm from the Ho Chunk Nation. Um, Thunder Clan, Wakanjahaja Piwinga is my name. And I'm really excited to be here. I'm currently now at Black, Rivers Pow- Black River Falls Powwow Labor Day weekend. Uh, I just finished up a book signing with four Ho Chunk authors. Corey, Sharice Davis, Irene, and myself. Um, I 
am approaching my one year book anniversary. It came out last year, 2022, September 2022. So now I'm going to have my first book birthday. So it's really exciting and it's been such a whirlwind and an awesome experience since my book hit the shelves. I've seen it in multiple states, multiple airports, um, kind of all over the country. And it's still surreal to see it in any kind of bookstore because I can't believe it's myself. And, but I also can't believe that there is indigenous authors out there that are in the forefront of these bookstores now. That's awesome. And can you tell us a little bit about the book and uh, uh, the graphic designer? It's a beautiful book. And I know in years past, and you still are uh, a dancer, and there's a picture of you on the cover, I believe. Yeah, so my book is exactly about that. It's called Finding My Dance, and it's talking about my own experience with dancing and the evolution of dance, how I started off as a traditional dancer. Um, I was brought into the Powell Circle as a jingle dress dancer in Ann Arbor, Power, Mich- Ann Arbor, Powell Michigan, um, at the age of four. And then I started corn dancing at the age of five in San Diego Pueblo, New Mexico. And so that's kind of what grounded me in my dance styles. And over time, I discovered contemporary dance and classical dance. So I started doing that. But the traditional dance was the foundation of what has taken me around the world and able to tour with all these dance companies. So that's what my book is about. And it it really talks about how... um, being a part of classical and contemporary dance is very Eurocentric. So being able to ground yourself and calling your spirit back and knowing your roots um, is really important to travel when it comes to going to these European countries and being in such a Eurocentric performing arts. You know, we, we talk a lot about this, and I think uh, all our listeners can maybe relate, but how dancing is so healing. And I, just talk a little bit about that, because you're a young woman that's been doing it for so long, and you're advocating these good ways. Yes, um, dancing is healing. Movement is healing. So even if you're unable to dance, moving your body, just staying in motion is medicine. And it really keeps our body healthy and grounded. And it takes us out of our minds, but into our bodies. And then we're able to feel more our spirit when we're in our bodies. And we're able, our bloodline is so strong. And we're able to tap into this visceral bloodline timeline. And we're able to feel things and share things. And I think that dancing is also storytelling they're so interconnected um you can't have storytelling without dance and dance without storytelling because they're both saying something they're describing something they're sharing something so i feel like movement is storytelling as well and we all got stories to share you know i I, before i forget because you know i'm old i'm a baby elder uh forget let our audience know where and how they can either get to your facebook page and buy this book or, or where where is this book available Yeah, so I have social medias, pretty much everyone, um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, and um, I have my book linked to all of those different social medias, so if you just go to them, I'll have it pinned at the top of my page, um, and including my Instagram, things like that, so otherwise, Google works, you can go to Amazon, or Penguin Random House, which also sells in-house books like mine. Again, the name of the book? Finding My Dance by Rhea Thundercloud, illustrated by Kalila J. Fuller. Thank you so much for stopping in again. And I want to really reach out again and, and talk to you uh, uh, real soon. You uh, make us uh, old baby elders really proud to be Ho-Chunk. Thank you, Pinagigian. Such an honor to talk with you again. Okay, back to you, Haley. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rhea Thundercloud. Everyone, again, Rhea Thundercloud, Ho-Chunk author. Uh, her book is titled Finding My Dance, so make sure you find that one in your local bookstore. Yeah, she's uh, uh, inspiring, and it was great to see her and talk to her. Uh, really a go-getter, uh, really uh, someone that uh, has really a lot of uh, good uh, good medicine coming from her very positive very nice person you saw how she ended that conversation with uh you know uh uh it was really nice to talk to you just uh beautiful things like that really a a nice young person and uh it was uh my pleasure to really really talk to her but it was fun going down to the powwow uh i there there was a dance that uh that was pretty intense 
that happened during during the uh, powwow, and it basically it's a dance off, and it was amazing. Um, I'm going to try and find out the name of the dance, but you know how Ho Chunks dance. You know, kind of the the what is it called, the washboard dance, um, and there was a contest and my God, it was, you know, it, it wasn't a hundred degrees, but it was close to a hundred degrees and they were all, uh, dancing off for prizes and, uh, Haley, uh, over half, there was probably, uh, 10 dancers that were there. And those dancers had danced roughly 28 songs, um, in the heat and just kept going and going and going. Right. And it's like, the last person standing kind of thing where, uh, uh, you know, and then when they started making mistakes after, you know, 20-some 20 20-some, 20 uh, uh, dances, uh, they started, you know, tapping people out, and there was big prize money, but, oh, my God. Uh, that's, one, a hard dance to do just for the three-minute song, let known – 28, uh, 28 uh, songs that it kept on going and going and going. And it was in honor of uh, Danielle DeLong's uh, mother who uh, has Aww. cancer. And it was uh, it was really heavy duty. And people were, uh, I've, I've never seen this before, but I think it's uh, a thing that does happen quite often. So it was, it was uh, really interesting and, um, and uh, really heartfelt uh, that these people were these young, and it wasn't just young ladies. There were older ladies too uh, that were were doing this and really kicking butt. And uh, I was sweating watching them. I can't imagine wearing all that regalia and uh, yeah, doing that's it. what I was just gonna say. In so, all the regalia and in the heat and the continuous movement, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a lot. And, well. I also saw something that I don't usually see at powwows too, but I don't know if this was just a TikTok thing, but <laughs> it gave me a good laugh. Um, there was uh, an activity that they did in the middle of this powwow. It was called, how many aunties can you fit in the car or the <laughs> sedan? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so all these aunties, they tried, I think they fit like 20 aunties in this little car and they had to get all the doors to shut. And if they what? could do it, I guess they all won a prize or something. But <laughs> wow, that sounds like uh, something from the fifties where they were trying to fit people in phone booths. But you wouldn't know what a phone booth is, Haley. That's way before your time. I've seen them in pictures and, and yeah. old films, but right, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's so funny that it, to, to think that you really haven't used one. And I remember. Seeing one, I hadn't seen a paid phone in many years, and I, uh, we were in New York, and I think we were in uh, the subway or the train, and we picked one up and took a picture, and I know uh, a relative saw that picture, and he goes, you know how many germs are on that phone? And I was just For like, real? I never really thought of that. Yeah, I no, I remember uh, back when we had dial-up internet even, and oh. phones that were connected to the wall still. So I'm not I'm not that that young, but I do remember that. Well, what is it? The people in high school that have never seen this stuff? Because that's uh, uh oh, Wendy. It looks like she's gonna chime in here. Hey, Wendy, how you doing? I just got caught in the rain. <laughs> oh, rain! Oh, yeah, wow. it rained. Well, that's good. Yeah. We need Hi, rain. Wendy. Hi. For like f five minutes, of course. I took the dog for a walk. It was 89 degrees, oh. uh, but the rain felt really nice. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, <laughs> powwows. I, as you know, we were out at the powwow uh, at Black River Falls, and we just had Sharice Davids on and uh, Rhea Thundercloud, the author, and we're looking forward. Are you going to do a live piece, or are we going to um, use I, that? I recorded a piece earlier because I probably... didn't think I was going to be on, but I could do either way. And then we can use your recorded one later. Sure. Wow. This but is I was going to talk about the same thing, though. Oh, this is magical, kind of. <laughs> Maybe you can do a fun fact, fun fact Tuesday. <laughs> sure. Cool. Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and... Uh, we're here rolling with the punches here uh, on Native Roots Radio, Haley and I, and now 
a wonderful Wendy just appeared out of nowhere. That's that's the positive thing about having a home studio. You can have exactly. cats, wives, and uh, special guests come in at any time. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Attention art enthusiasts, experience Laura Youngbird's Indie Wisigindam, My Heart Hurts, a solo exhibition by Laura Youngbird presented by All My Relations Arts this summer. All My Relations Arts aims to foster connections between contemporary American Indian artists, preceding generations, diverse audiences, and the vitality of the American Indian cultural corridor. Laura Youngbird is a talented artist from the Minnesota Chippewa Grand Portage Band that uses the dress as a metaphor to address social issues injustices, and biases. Through mixed media combining drawing, painting, and prints, Laura explores the dress as a powerful symbol in her work, revealing layers of meaning. Her series examines mixed emotions and themes like common threads, loose ends, and vulnerability. And you can see Laura Youngbird's Inde Wisigindam, My Heart Hurts, all summer through September 9th at All My Relations Arts in Minneapolis. Plan your visit and let the moving art speak to your heart. More information at allmyrelationsarts.org. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman, one. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh. <laughs> hey, I want to introduce my awesome and beautiful wife live. <laughs> and uh, she works on animal uh, uh, issues in the state and federal level. And she's also been uh, our animal and sacred uh, relative correspondent for many years on Native Roots Radio. And I just want to say, Pini Gigi, for stopping in the studio, Wendy, and welcome. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Hey, my name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level, and it's always my pleasure to do that. But I did, Robert. I recorded a segment for you, but you could use it another day. Right on. But so I figured... Um, since I'm here, we'll just do our fun facts. So it's I have a list here of fun facts that we've been working on. We started at number 300. We're working our way to number one. We might get pretty close today. Yes. We will see. Yeah, so I was out there. I just want to remind everybody, I'm so grateful, Robert, that tomorrow is finally going to be cool. Oh. I really can't take the heat. I can't take it anymore. When I was younger, these temperatures, 88, 90, 96, it did not bother me whatsoever. Mm. The hotter, the better. I just can't take it anymore. So um, I took Wanda out for a little walk, and uh, it just started pouring. Wow. <laughs> like for five minutes, Are it just poured. So I'm pretty wet, and Wanda's wet. So we came in the house. That's why I'm here. So, Are you, are you hey. cold? All right. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not cold. It felt great. Cows. have one large stomach that is divided into four compartments to go through the different stages of digestion. 
Hey, before we get any further in the cows, Wendy, yeah, I want to give you a quick shout out. Uh, talk about your cards that were at the fair, mm. and we sold many, many of those cards, and uh, uh, you've gotten responses. You had your email because you had your picture, your picture of uh, Wanda in the back. Let's talk about that real quick here, if you don't yeah. mind, before we get into the sure. fun facts. So I started painting acrylic on canvas, and yes. I paint a lot of different things. And I did a little bit, a little series of four animals: a cow, um, a chicken, a pig, and a sheep. Uh, and they're and the series is called "Too Cute to Eat." And Robert took pictures of them, and we had somebody make five by seven greeting cards from them, blank, mm-hmm. blank inside. And we sold them at the Minnesota State Fair. Sold a lot of them. And I got a really good response that people really liked them. And I put my email on the back of the cards, uh, and I got my first email today from a woman uh, who's interested in buying like larger prints. So and I'm really excited. The, what's fun is uh, somebody I know bought. I mean, there's a bunch of stories that our uh, daughters told us about at the store, and mm-hmm. somebody uh, bought all four and yeah. planned on framing them. Yeah, you know, because the series uh, you have them upstairs in your office uh, as a series right next to each other. So I thought, hey, that's cool. Yeah, they're 11 by 14 canvases, so um, I would like to get them, you know, done as prints. And if somebody wants to buy them, that'd be great. So Oh, they yeah. want you to show the cards too here. Oh, well, I do have the cards. Um, you know, it's been it's been a lot of fun and I'm really very grateful that um, you know, I got a good response. So I don't have a picture of the cards, but I could show you a picture of the whoever's watching on Facebook, I'll bring it up now. You yeah. could um, take that uh, take that picture of Wendy down and then I'm gonna I'm going to go. So, Robert, you'll just have to here. go one by one. So, there's the pig. Oh, there's so the, the pig. pig. Can you see yeah, the pig? Yeah, so the pig. Um, I have to set it at an angle. Yeah. So, the pig, the chicken, the sheep, and the cow. Oh, went the wrong way. Uh huh. Yeah, they're really cute. Uh, I in in New York, I have a series of three sea creatures. Here, look at. Uh, and uh, I have a. There's the cow. Yep, I accidentally checked out of it. Yeah. Yeah, those people that are on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, yeah, they're looking at it. Yeah. So I have a cow. seahorse. I have Aww, a turtle and an sheep. octopus. Here's and I do sheep. like beach scenes and. Um, but it was so apropos to have it at the fair. Yeah. Oh, this is the number one, I think. What's that? Uh, oh, the chicken. The chicken's my favorite. Yeah. So the chicken is my favorite. Look at the eyes. I try to capture um, and give all the animals that I paint soulful eyes, and I hope that I do that. Yeah, but, you do. Yeah, it's been really, awesome. it's been really fun. And I just They're you know amazing. started painting because I like to paint. It's relaxing, and you know. But uh, yeah, great job. So, yeah, and, uh, I'm gonna keep. Uh, we'll let people know how to purchase those once we know how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a process, and I didn't really want to. I didn't. I don't paint. I'm not painting to like start right. a business or to make money. I paint because I love to paint. So yeah, I try to um, do all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah. bravo, Wendy, and back to a fun facts Thank Friday. Thank you. On I Tuesday. really appreciate it. It really warmed my heart to get that email today. <laughs> so I appreciate it. A group of owls is Ooh. called Ooh. a parliament. <laughs> I would have never thought it would be called a parliament. That's awesome. Yeah. Ants never sleep. Also, they don't have lungs. Well, that's funny. Um, Haley was just talking about aunties being stuffed into a Volkswagen or something. So they never <laughs> sleep, too. Yeah, that's like- crazy. Animals generate 30 times more waste than humans, which is 1.4 billion tons every year. <laughs> well, right now in the, in the world, there's 7.7 billion people living on the planet. Mm. Yeah, so we, we, we do a lot of waste. The flamingo can only eat when its head is upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that one strike me? Male male rabbits are called bucks 
and females are called does. Don't say it. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> that's the same, isn't that a deer? Isn't a buck and a and a doe? doe? A deer, a female. Even deer. a small yep. amount of alcohol placed on a scorpion will make it go crazy and sting itself to death. Jeez, like alcohol, drinking alcohol or rubbing alcohol? It just says even a small amount of alcohol. It doesn't say what kind. I guess if it's like a Captain Morgan <laughs> or some Tito's vodka, I don't know. It is much easier for dogs to learn spoken commands if they are given in conjunction with hand signals or gestures. Huh. I'm going to start using hand hand. <laughs> <laughs> hand commands and signals with Wanda because Robert, we've had dogs in the past that they go deaf and then they don't know what we're saying. So if she knows hand hand, if she goes deaf, then maybe she'll understand what we're um, talking about. She can ignore us that way too. To escape a grip of a crocodile's jaw, push your thumb into its eyeballs. Ooh. It will let you go instantly. Doesn't yeah, like while you while you're while you're in the grips of a crocodile's jaw, I'm sure you that's what you're gonna think about. <laughs> Canis lupus lupus is the scientific name for a gray wolf. Oh, say that again. I'm probably not saying it right. Canis lupus lupus. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> During World War II, Americans tried to train bats to drop bombs oh wow that's crazy i mean a bat is not strong enough to carry a bomb well not one that comes out of a plane but maybe a hand grenade mm. or something robert you might know this one Ooh. a house fly hums in the key of what b flat f oh. <laughs> oh. the turkey is one of the most famous birds in north america yeah it was going to be our national uh uh, the United States national symbol mm -hmm. before the eagle. Yeah, well, we have tofurkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A single elephant's tooth can weigh as much as nine pounds. That's as big as Wanda, our dog. Wow. A single elephant tooth can weigh nine pounds. Wow. Alligators generally live between 30 and 50 years. No, that's, that's pretty long time, right? Yeah. The scientific name of the red fox is Vulpus Vulpus. <laughs> All right, Wendy. Hey, thanks for coming out of the rain and uh, yeah, coming in off. out of the rain and uh, doing your sacred animal section sure, here as anytime. always. Hey, I want to thank uh, Sharice Davids, Rhea Thundercloud, Wendy Pilot, and Haley Cherry. For making this show possible possible today you're listening to native roots radio presents i'm awake we're still here we are the seventh generation and free leonard peltier now